Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast. We got the Chancellor of Charisma Zero in Yo. the building. And of course, we have the Duke of Debonair's Lando in the building. Yo, you know, we've been doing this show for a little over two years. I just realized both our names end with O. Anyways. <laughs> I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> Tune in every week, wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on every platform uh, that podcasts are available audio-wise. And also, follow us on TikTok. Thank you for everybody who's been supporting us on TikTok. We've been getting a lot of likes a lot of views lately so we appreciate that and also um thank you for everybody who's uh um we're actually getting a lot of traction from facebook on our on our uh, on our reels and stuff so not as much on instagram but um join the facebook group the between brothers podcast facebook group and also follow us on Media on instagram zero how was your week um pretty uneventful really um yesterday you know that old that old age started creeping it's like um i was sneezing sneezing like crazy the entire day now my back hurts yeah i've been sneezing so it's not just me i've been sneezing all day like crazy but I'm pretty sure your back doesn't hurt, so. <laughs> I mean, when your physique is as masculine as mine, you know what I'm saying? Things like that don't happen. You know, the back days, you do the pulls, boy. You see that squeeze? Hmm? Hmm? See that squeeze? You see that? Yeah. That's how you get that strong back. That my silver back. My fault while you were squeezing, I was looking at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but nothing really to report besides sneezing and these uh my these weak ass glutes. See, you know how you get the you know how you get the glutes right? The deadness. Hey. You see that squeeze? Huh? 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 I thought I saw something on the wall, but you were doing what? <laughs> Some squats. Stop playing with me, boy. The chiseling is beginning. Or the chiseling is still going, I should say. But anyways, um the week was the week was um all right, uh, we went to the Duchess brother brother's house. Um, went to the Duchess brother's house. We had uh, he had barbecued or whatever. They had a, they had got like a community pool in their neighborhood, so the kids was in there. Cocoa Puff is not like the water, the pool specifically, but 
she actually got in there and like when she was real little she liked it i don't know what happened but then she stopped liking it now it seems like she likes it again as long as her hair doesn't get wet and so um so there's that so we did that and you know we had actually me and the kids me and the older kids had went to go see um not see we went to get some mexican and there was some stories i was telling them that had them cracking up and this week is going to be a pop truck production so i might tell one of those stories while we're on the podcast but um but uh then we had we uh we went over there to be honest you know shout to my boy but i'm glad we ate like we ate and then left and went straight there I'm glad we ate because sun sun burned most of the food. Let the, I, like and you know the Duchess was like, "Yo, bro, like you burning everything." So while I'm sitting right next to the grill, but where he's at, I could see like what's on one rack. So I saw the hot dogs and the angle I'm looking at, I'm like, you know, they're a little dark, but I like my joint a little dark. But on the back half that I didn't see. And them things with charcoal, with charcoal biscuits, charcoal links. I like, <laughs> like, they like charcoal with a with a hot dog surprise inside. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yo, my God! But he, the chicken was good. Made some chicken. The chicken was good. Just had some uh, some corn. Yo, that corn looked like licorice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my man, you know, the licorice popcorn, man. That gotta be the nastiest popcorn of all time. Oh, <laughs> licorice flavored popcorn. That just is so mean to my man. Cause she was like, yo, you ain't cooking on the grill no more. Every time you cook on the grill, you burn it stuff. I'm like, leave my guy alone, man. Look. But when I saw the hot dog, man, I was like, I know everybody be making fun of people for eating hot dogs. Hot dog, a hot dog for me is a staple on the grill. I oh glizzy, glizzy, glizzy guzzling. I don't really care what the hell y'all got to say. I mean, hot dogs for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but well, uh, no, it's like what is with these dudes always trying to make everything everything wild gay now, man? Like just because everybody gay, everybody gay nowadays. So it's Yo, just it's like, like, like what Kevin on stage said is like everything is gay with the exception of having sex with another man. Facts. So, oh, that's the least gay thing you can do. <laughs> you explore your sexuality if you do that. <laughs> you ain't gay. <laughs> even if you, even if you never stop, you could only say you explore. <laughs> like what? It's like the fourth dude you had sex with. I'm trying to find myself. <laughs> you always finding yourself up in some other dude. What is that? <laughs> yeah, why are you always finding yourself in that position? Why are you find? Oh, why are you finding yourself in a bent over position? That's what I want to know. <laughs> always telling your shoe, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of them ones, man. Bear with us, people listening to us. Say you unlaced ass nigga. Stay on time, man. Well, yo, you played on running nowhere, huh? 
Oh, that's funny. Man, anyways. Um, what the hell was I talking about? Uh, oh, so... Um, so she... Um, um, zero. Zero. I don't know what's okay. going on. A lot of noise going on on your side. Okay, I got you, I got you. Okay, I don't know if it's that mic, but... Um, but uh, but there's a lot of noise going on right there. But anyways, um, so like uh, it sounds like static. Uh, but uh, what the hell was I talking about? Um, we were just, we were we so we ate we ate the food or you know what what food was edible? Um, and uh, we ended up going. You know, going home. Uh, so the Duchess, or um, I'm sorry, my ex-wife didn't pick up the kids. So then she found out we were in her city because Lollipop told her we were in her city or close to her city. So she was like, oh, can you drop the kids off? So I'm like, yo, you you didn't pick up the phone when we called you to find out if he was coming. And now you found out, and then, and this is literally 24 hours after she was supposed to pick them up, like almost to the letter. And so she's like, can I pick them up? So she's like, do y'all want me to come get y'all now? And I'm like, just like randomly, you don't know where we at, you don't know what we doing, like you over here talking about you wanna pick them up. And my thing is you didn't say nothing to me to try to make an arrangement. So, I was like, so the kids end up, I end up dropping the kids off over there because the kids said they want, Lollipop said she wanted to go. Link was like, he didn't really care. But Lollipop said she wanted to go. So they got back today. So they spent like maybe 16 hours over there. Um, they get back today and I was like, oh, so what y'all do? And Lollipop was like, absolutely nothing. We just sat in the house all the time. I'm like, so you went over there to do what? You know what I'm saying? When you could have been out here, we was having pool parties and stuff. We was doing it big. We was doing it real grande out here. You know what I'm saying? So I took the Duchess because tomorrow's the Duchess's birthday. And um, and uh, so I took her to this spot in Norfolk called uh, Majors, Majors or Major Philly Cheesesteak. And apparently everybody's supposed to be from Philly or whatever, or the owner's supposed to be from Philly. So they had they on TikTok, they advertised it, or it might have been on Instagram, but he had a they had an oxtail Philly cheesesteak advertised on it. So I'm like, son. Then I saw they had a jerk chicken joint. So I'm like, okay, like this might be some Caribbean vibes going, so I'm gonna go ahead over. Yo, the line was so long in that joint. The line was wild long in that joint. So I was like, okay. I asked the Duchess if she wanted to wait. She was like, yeah, you know, well, actually the line of getting that, the line got so long, they shut down, they stopped taking orders. They were like, no, we we, we can't handle the demand. The dude told me, so I'm asking the owner, cause it, like, I'm, we're one of the last ones to get an order. So I'm asking the owner, like kind of talk to the owner a little bit. I wish I got his name so I could shout him out, but um, anybody who listens to this podcast who lives in the Hampton Roads, specifically Norfolk area, 
and you and you want looking for a fire chill Philly cheesesteak, that's the best Philly cheesesteak I've had in my life. And uh, I've been to Philly and had a Philly cheesesteak in Philly. Now I don't know about the famous places that they got in Philly. I, I, it was kind of like a, you know, a, 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 a separate situation. Um, it wasn't necessarily a Philly cheesesteak joint, but they sold Philly cheesesteaks at the spot. But it's the best Philly cheesesteak I've had in my life. So dude was like, yo, we posted, somebody posted about us on Instagram. And now this is the busiest we've ever been. And I was, he was like, it's normally not like this. I was like, well, look, you know, black owned business, you, you, your food is great. Like I'm going to come support you. So top to so the three best, the three spots that I love that's black owned, J and K grill. That's in Virginia beach. Um, Got fish. That's in, I think it's in Newport news. My Hampton Newport news. I don't remember exactly where it was. And they also have one in Chesapeake in the uh, Chesapeake. So that's, that's fire. The crabby fries. Excellent. If you're looking for like seafood and then now this spot, um, uh, major Philly cheesesteak. But uh, we went there. I had the jerk chicken Philly. Delicious. But the Duchess had the original Philly. The true Philly cheesesteak. And that that shit. I wish I wish I got the original Philly cheesesteak. Like it was that good. Not saying the jerk chicken wasn't excellent. It was just like I said it's the best Philly cheesesteak I ever had in my life. So shout to them. Um, but that was pretty much um, what we did, uh, I was doing backyard work too. I was on the phone with Zero doing most of it or on the, while I was doing most of it, I'm like, I was chopping up some branches from a tree that I cut down. I was out there for an hour and a half and I'm still, I've still got probably about 30, 40% of those branches left. Like, I don't know why did that tree have so many branches? That's what I want to know. That's what I want. It wasn't a big tree. It's just got a lot of branches. So, um, but yeah, so that was it. You know, Cocoa Puff's still doing Cocoa Puff things. And um, and like I said, we're doing a real grande out here. Um, but anyways, so today is June 11th. The Duchess will be uh, her, her birthday is tomorrow. But June 11th is something that's near and dear to us. And that is the day that our mother passed away. Uh, today is 19 years from that day. I don't want to get into the somber stuff and talking about what it was like when my mother passed away or when our mother passed away or, um, or, or, you know, that whole event of, w- of which it happened, which means zero. Um, saw her pass away. We were present at the hospital when she passed away. But um, I want you to talk about a memory that you have of her that you want to share with the people.
You hear me now? Yeah. I don't know what's up with that mic. It sounds bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it's just, yeah, and I, like I said, I can't hear anything through it, through my headphones. Um, I remember, like, I, I, we were, I think we were, like, off of King's Highway. Yeah, it was me, you, and Mom. And we're playing her two on one in basketball but we can't beat her because every time we get near her she starts tickling us <laughs> and, and, and steals the ball away it's like there's two of us how are we not beating her right now because <laughs> she was fouling that's a foul <laughs> she was being a hat I was saying it was like some of the, like some of the tickle grips hurt. It's like <laughs> between the second and third round. It's like, <laughs> like I'm trying to get past the ball up. It's like <laughs> you remember when um our old friend Dante he would he be done with your Rodman and do <laughs> and try to grab you that's basically what it was like except she actually got her clutches <laughs> he was like she had the young Rodman she just like she just rolled the field like she rolled the court tickle attack get the ball back and I'm not even I don't even remember if we even scored a point I don't remember either that's <laughs> Don't even really matter at the end of the day. Um, a memory, a memory that I have is um, we were we were on the bus one day, <laughs> and it's so funny because our uh, one of our older sisters, I'm like, you're completely misremembering this story or this event that happened. We're on the bus one day, and there's like this lady that's like begging people as they get on the bus. So every time somebody would get on the bus, she would say, say miss. <laughs> say miss, do, do you have some, some change to spare? So our brother found that hilarious. Say sir, say sir, change <laughs> to spare. And so my mother found this absolutely hilarious. So she was like, so so me and Zero, so she's actually, so it's, five, it's the five of us. For those who don't know us, or a lot of people know me, if, if listen to the podcast that know me and Zero, they don't know our older two sisters. So, but uh, it's me and Zero sitting on the left side of my mother and the sisters sitting on the right side of my mother. So we, uh, <laughs> So she's leaning, and I always sat right next to my So she leaned over, because me and Zero always was cracking jokes on people, right? So when she leans over, it's like, watch, she gonna say it again. She gonna say it again. Then, say this, and my mother busts out laughing in this lady's face. <laughs> and for like six or seven people that get on the bus, She's like, she's like, look, 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 look. She gonna do it again. Do it. 
dying laughing. And the lady, she doesn't want to do it because she sees our mother and us to laughing at her. But she can't help herself because it's so habitual. So she's just so she she's the lady literally stops looking at her. She's looking at our mother, but talking to the people like leaning like this, like say say sir, say sir. And our, our mother is dying laughing. So our older sister, Katisha, she says, she was like, oh yeah, we were all cracking up. I said, nah. Y'all, zero, I'm, I'm actually not gonna say it. Zero, <laughs> just refresh me on what the two of them was doing. If I could recall, I think they wanted her to stop. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. They wanted her to stop. They're like, mommy, mommy, stop, stop. And we were like, keep it going. <laughs> yeah, it was like, one more, one more. This this has less to this is more to do with how my how well my mother knew us more so than my mother. We went to a church called Mount Olive Baptist Church. And I don't even know if Zero remembers this, but they're, you know, it's a Baptist church and they got the music going. They what they call it shouting. They yeah. shout and they praise the Lord, people fainting and stuff. And this dude just starts running laps around the damn around the church. My man started running, like he was in the front, and he starts running, and she sees me and Zero lock our eyes on this guy as he's turning the corner. She looks and grabs onto me, leans over across me to in between me and Zero, and says, y'all better not stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> She knew it was coming. She knew that Joseph was about to die. She knew that Joseph was about to die. Yo, it's inevitable. Yo, man, that joint, but that I'm sorry, I, I was supposed to only do one, but it just reminded that that last story reminded me because this time she wanted to laugh. She grabbed on my leg. She leaned between. Y'all burn, I start laughing. I was like, yo, she knows us too well, man. She ain't even care. The girl, she ain't say nothing to them. She's like, <laughs> she like, oh no, y'all two gonna be the ones to get us kicked us out, get us kicked out of this damn church laughing at people. She's like, stop being a party pooper. <laughs> our, mother was, our mother was 44 years old. She passed away, God rest her soul. But um, with a lot of the things that I have, uh, I've been bailed out from that I can't explain. I'm sure she she was whispering in God's ear about it. So um, shout to you, mom. But um, <laughs> but uh, we were we were having a discussion earlier today, and I want to get I want to get Zero to talk about a couple things. All right, so Zero is talking. We're in the middle of the conversation, and I don't know which child it was. I think it was, uh, I think it was Jigglypuff. She is trying to wear a coat or something, some kind of jacket, and he's like, "Yo, she trying to turn into uh, the Human Torch." <laughs> and so he starts singing. 
the old Fantastic Four song. <laughs> now, now, it just reminded me that nowadays, because we, we talked about this kind of on the podcast when it came to the Disney songs. We like, yo, we ain't got no hits no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But there ain't no intro music to cartoons no more. Theme songs. So I want to know mm-hmm. give me two or three fire original theme songs that the young people and that the young people never got and the older people should remember slash miss. Mm. All right. So I don't want to be that guy. With words. Not like the X-Men joint where it's just guitars. The reason I say with words is because the lyrics is what made the Fantastic Four song hit the way it did. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying with words. All right. Uh, let me think. I know for the older generation, even though I'm not too much of a fan of it, the Transformers intro. I don't even remember that. That joint was, wasn't fire. No, 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 no. I'm saying, because when you said the... Um... No, I'm talking about good shit. I ain't talking about just good <laughs> shit. <laughs> you said good. All right, so... Oh, yeah, Transformers. Fuck the Transformers. <laughs> All right, so I would say the Ninja Turtles theme. Which one? From the, the uh, 80s. The 80s? You know what? <laughs> Hold up, before you go. <laughs> 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 say the uh, Goof Troop intro. Goof Troop fire. Fire. So we uh, got... Man, I'm, so, hold on, I'm trying to remember how it went. My brother, my son, you're always number one. There's buddies, there's past. You always seem to work things out. <laughs> Can't you see that you have a car? Working for a regular time. Report to the Goof Troop. Hey! <laughs> Yeah, that was some heat. All right, so we got two. We got two. All right. Um, let me think of a third. Let me think of a third. Yeah, because there isn't like the the later you go into it, it's like it's not really much of. It's like it's more the instrumental than it is the lyrics. Um. 
um yeah because like I, I guess because the x yeah because x-men power rangers it wasn't really it was it was uh instrumental like you said mm-hmm. um like even the um ed ed netty i like that intro but it's whistling yeah what about dex's lab there was it was just the um it was just an instrumental it, there were no lyrics Dexter's Lab, yeah. Did did it? Um, and he, she would blow his experiments to smithereens. There's gloom and doom while things go boom. Nah, I wouldn't. All right, so maybe so. I was gonna say, um, Danny Phantom. Uh, nah, Kim Possible is way better than that. Yeah, you're right. Kim Possible. Oh, oh, oh. Kim Possible. That nah, nah, yo, I'm sorry. I gotta go to it. My go-to is the freaking. It's the uh, Disney afternoon cartoons. But Gummy Bears is up there for me. I, I remember the chorus. I don't because you got. Cause you got gummy bears, you got um, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, those are better than gummy. That's better than gum. I'll, I'll, I'll do, I'll do Ducktales and Chippendales before gummy. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I would do. I think I'm gonna go with Ducktales. I mean, life was like a hurricane. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my. Yeah, Ducktales is my thing. What's it called? Tailspin was trash to me. Yeah, yeah, that joint was trash. Um, all right, so there's a couple, but I'm actually gonna go the anime route. I might do a Lando's list on on both of these things. Mm-hmm. But I would say I I wouldn't say I, I don't know if they're the best, but I would say my three favorite from anime were first of all not only is it my favorite it I don't care what anyone says it is the best intro in anime history and that's the Yu Yu Hakusho matter of fact we were talking about this the other day there's no anime that has a better intro and outro and how many outros did they freaking have? <laughs> it's not saying that every outro for Yu Yu Hakusho like should be top tier, but you could listen to all the outros and not be like, I need to skip this. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the only anime where I've listened where I don't skip anything. 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 So that that's that's one. Um, the other, I would say, is um, far as my favorites, Veroni mm-hmm. Kenshin Freckles. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. But I would say the only one in anime history that can compete 
with the Yu Yu Hakusho in intro. Indigo Lee Pokemon. Yeah, uh, I like I like the indigo. Yeah, you know, the indigo one is a classic. Like, if it's not in your top five, you you trying to impress you trying to impress somebody who don't even know you're alive. Yo, like some guy was talking to me about Tokyo Ghoul in one of the so for one season or whatever. I said, first of all, the Yu Yu Hakusho intro was so fire it didn't need to change with the seasons. <laughs> the only thing they changed was the artwork for the season. Anything that only lasts twelve episodes ain't that fire. Stop. It wasn't. <laughs> then you got um. I like the uh, Dragon Ball one, the English one. Yes, yes. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, definitely up there. Or Dragon Ball Z trash. Dragon Ball. <laughs> Fire, fire, straight heat. Now, I'm not saying that there ain't some from like those, you know, maybe more cult favored animes and stuff that ain't like. I think, I think, I don't the, I don't know what, one, I, I don't know which because the Tokyo Ghoul had others, but I had posted on the Facebook with the lady, the lady singing it. That joint is fire. I like Psychopath. Psychopath is one of my favorite animes. But I like the psychopaths intro. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, see, the issue is a lot of people might like the anime nerds that might listen to this podcast. They might be like, "Oh, he doesn't really know anime like that," and you'd be right. I'm not really an anime watcher. I'm a manga reader. So as far as some of the stuff that might just be like, oh, he basic. Yeah, I am basic because I don't watch anime like that. Yeah. So, so, um, so I would say, I would say those, I would say those, um, those would be in my top, in my tops or whatever. And of course, like I said, some, some of the stuff that we didn't touch on, one of my favorites for cartoons, um, Teen Titans, uh. The Boondocks, The Powerpuff Girls. Wait, they had lyrics to this? Possum, she comes around as leader. Bubbles. Okay, she I thought that was always um because when you said say the day, fighting crime changes. I mean, it's not a long intro. I, well, it's about to say not be okay because when when I watch the cartoon cartoons, they will be at the end of the episode. But I but I didn't really yeah. They had um, their own cartoon. No, it was. It was no, I I really didn't um. I didn't really pay too much attention to it. That's part. That's on me, though. I didn't really pay much attention to it. You know what you wanted. You know um, what anime one I think may be underrated. What's that? Was the Pokemon Johto intro? Nah, the, <laughs> the original one was so fired, overshadowed the Pokemon Johto. 
Everybody wants to be your master. Everybody wants to show their skills. Everybody wants to get there faster. Make your way to the top of their head. You cry. You cry. You big bad time. Yo, yes. 100%. 100%. We definitely. That one gets overshadowed because the original one was that fire. But yeah, no, top, definitely, definitely up there. Well, I, I don't, I'm trying to remember, I don't know when, because I, I want to say the Hoenn region one was okay too. But I think after that is when I stopped watching Pokemon. So uh-huh. I don't know the rest of them were. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, we definitely, we definitely had some classics back in the day. Um, one, one intro that for some reason I loved, and I think it's because I love the anime, not because I love the intro. Ultimate Muscle. Yeah. The intro really ain't that sweet, but I love listening to it. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, uh, I don't think we've ever had this conversation before, but there's always a player or an athlete that really ain't that good, but you root for them anyways. Like if you're a sports fan, they might play for your favorite team or something like that. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of um, Knicks fans that love Evan Fournier. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's, you he's know, a rotation you, player. Like, stop. Yeah, yeah, you know you win if you're one of your favorite if your favorite player in the league is Jared Dudley. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh yeah, my favorite player in the league is my player. Well, Zero's favorite player used to be Slava Medvedenko. <laughs> I'm just gonna gloss over that. Right. Well, we, yeah, but you over here owning a Popeye Jones jersey. <laughs> I got it for his sons. I wanted to represent his sons. I That's what I got. I couldn't find yeah. that jersey, so I got it. Yeah, yeah, that nigga looks so weird. Like, especially on a Jam 99, just like looking at his picture. It was like, yo, is that a glitch or is that his real face? Son. You and know, you and you and know you and know the only reason why I believe Popeye Jones looked like that in real life. <laughs> why? Because Keith Van Horn's shoe socks was like that in real life. How did that dude get a cover? I need to. See, yo, matter of fact, I'm pulling up Keith Van Horn says right now. Cause how did he get on the cover of it? Especially a, a a video game like NBA Jam. Could Keith Van Horn dunk? That's <laughs> yo. So I'm I, so I, apparently I was on Basketball Reference for some reason, and when I typed in Keith, the first name that pops up is Van Horn. <laughs> Why? Why? And yo, NBA Jam '99. He was a second year, pl- no, he was a rookie. Uh, if, if, not, if Jam 99 was a 98, 99 season, he was a rookie. Yep. And he only played for seven, eight NBA seasons. <laughs> Yo, Keith? Keith was like that, dog. He averaged. 19 as a rookie. 21 second year, 19 third year, 
17 fourth year, his career low was 8.9. But he, New Jersey Nets, Keith Van Horn, uh huh. He was 18 and 7 while shooting 43% from the field. Oh, man. His size is awful, but because he's six ten, but thirty four percent from three. That's probably why I was awful because he seems like he was mainly a jump shooter. Eighty three percent from the field or from the free throw line. But yeah, regardless, I don't know how to get those ain't cover those ain't cover athlete numbers. <laughs> Sorry, Keith. But look, but, the high I mean. The high socks. The high socks, man. Memorable. It was more memorable than your game. Yeah. Hey, he actually had a good career. Went live for not but yeah, but NBA Jam. Uh, I don't know about that game though. Now that I don't yeah. Actually no game from back then is gonna age very well. No, now when you got the block hands and block heads, the graphics is complete garbage. He's, he's, and the only and only the computer could step back and shoot the three. No, so the trick was you had to the 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 you, somebody had to be setting an off ball screen for you. Oh my! That's goodness. what the trick was. And that game was weird as hell. You freaking throw Pat. I, we was playing. We used to play together. Zero wouldn't pass the ball, and that was the strategy. We, we we just wanted him shoot, making all the shots, and me making all the passes. And he wouldn't pass the ball, and we end the game with like nine assists. And I gave, and he scored like sixty for the game. I passed it to him just about every time, and I end up with an assist and a half. Like how you get a half an assist in a game? <laughs> <laughs> they do got sack numbers for assists. <laughs> um, I hated it. I I hated that about that. That was actually the one thing I hated the most about that. Yeah, every player in that game shot like Dale Ellis. That's right. They that's well. They, that's probably how they use the dude they use for the for the um, for the thing for the model. Yeah, and I only thought about that because I watched when they when uh, him and Larry Bird did that um, um went against each other in that three point contest. I'm watching him shoot. I was like, Yo, why does that shit look so familiar? <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, when we was at the restaurant, we was at the Mexican spot yesterday. I was talking to. I was talking to the kids and they were talking about um, the trans, the trans situation. Mm. And, you know, and I, and I saw this video where this guy, he's like talking about, you know, the black struggle and comparing it to, you know, and comparing the trans struggle or the LGBT. And I think specifically trans struggle to it. And I was just like, and the one thing I just, the one thing that kind of bothers me about that making that comparison is because if somebody sees my mother pregnant, they know that there's a black baby in there. 
even if they don't know anything else about my mother or any or nothing about me they don't they don't they don't know that I'm a boy or a girl or whatever they know that my I'm going to be a black child in some way shape or form unless I'm albino and that's rare so I'm like I'm not, my my race is identified before I'm even born my gender or sex if you want to say that gender is a social construct I don't believe so I think they're one of the same but let's just say that y'all are correct I don't know because all I know is that until recently that shit used to say gender on the application so let's say my sex my sex is also determined before I'm born unless I'm a hermaphrodite or got something else going on some kind of um um, yeah, or something else going on. I, I can't, can't really say what else. Um, so that's the term before I'm born. But as far as gender identity, I won't know that until I have consciousness, thought, and expression, which happens. And, and as far as identifying yourself, that happens later in life. Like uh, an infant isn't thinking I'm a boy or I'm a girl. So I guess that's why they say gender is a social construct because you're a boy and it's like, oh, but it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, just because like what, as far as if you're trans, what identifies you or what makes you identify with the other like where you're like, not saying like, I relate more to them. I'm a, I'm a woman, I relate more to men. I'm a man, I relate more to women. So does that mean that you are a woman? The answer to me is a resounding no. I don't care what you wanna identify as. There's something that women can do that men can't do. And there's something that men can do that women can, can't do. Men cannot carry children biologically. Women cannot produce sperm biologically. I don't care if you want to call it trans this and cis this and who 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 that who they who they think gonna beat them bagels. I don't care. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't care what that what your it's just biologically. You cannot pull that off. Are there biologists that disagree 100%? They, they, that might lean towards the whole trans and the spectrum and all sorts of stuff, that's fine. But if you, if, a, if, a, if, if, if I walked into your, into your um, doctor's office or biology office and I told you I'm pregnant and then you say, Okay, sir, or okay, ma'am. You like I don't. You don't want to misgender me, right? It's okay, ma'am. Ma <laughs> 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 and they say, and they say, okay, okay, ma'am. Let's um, let's get you checked out. And they pull down my pants and see my testicles and penis. My my hot dog without the bun. 
<laughs> Meat and two veggies, my wedding tackle. <laughs> they see that and they look at me. You, I don't care how pro LGBT you are. They're gonna look at me like, sir. There's no way you're pregnant. Man, so, you just got you got gas and sulfur burps. You're good. There's no you're it's physically impossible for you, sir, to be pregnant. It's impossible. So that's why that's the biggest thing um that I have when it comes to the uh when it comes to the podcast, or I'm sorry, when it comes to the these conversations it's like if I were to walk up to someone and say walk up to the Duchess and say um I I'm I identify as a white man not saying like oh people can't do that it's like oh you know and not like and like I'm serious I'm serious like I come up I say I'm a white man and I and I'm transracial and I do all the procedures that it takes, just like the transgender community does, and do all the procedures that it takes for me to look like a traditionally European-born man, get my bone structure changed, get my hair torn out, put white people hair follicles in my head so I can grow white hair, and also down here in my pubic region, so I can grow white people hair down there, changed the entire structure, went through skin bleaching and all that other stuff. Everybody, they would put me in Arkham Asylum right next to the Joker. <laughs> matter of fact, right next to the Joker and the Riddler. I'll be right in between them so one guy can be riddling me this while the other guy is ridiculing me at the same time. So I'm like, I, I saw it, I was like, I don't, I, I just don't like that comparison. But then when you have, where you have, um, so back to the conversation I was having with, with Link, he was saying that, uh, <laughs> he was saying that there was this person, he was like, yo, I think that person's trans. Uh, Link is, I don't know when this was, but Link is 16, he's a sophomore in high school. And so he was like, and his friend was like, yo, like, nah, that's a girl. Like, that's a girl. And then he was like, oh, like, matter of fact, she's kind of cute. So then they do an announcements or the announcements attendance, and they call the person's name. Let's say the, the person's real name is Carlos. And then he cor he corrects her and says, actually, it's Veronica. I said, yo, he's all, matter of fact, I feel like I need to call him a sheep. Because you went from Carlos to Veronica? You went, you know, back in the day, it used to be like, ah, you just got a name that was close to your original name. Like James was Jamie's. Chris's were Christina's. Um, you just Agnes's were Agnews. I don't know. Hey, what? 
Let's say you just went from. I don't know. I don't know where I got Agnew from. I don't know. I really don't. But um, like, what the fuck is an Agnew? But you know, like that's how it used to be. I was like, yo, someone went from Carlos to Veronica all the way there. So I gotta respect it. I gotta respect it because you all in, yo. I don't know where that dude went, but he went on a journey for that name. Son. That was a fantastic I, voyage. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so I was, so then we go from that conversation to when, um, so, so they started talking about like dudes doing stuff that that's like that's pretty um, homo, you know, kind of homo on the homo side, like you know, oh, like that's why would you do that? Why would you want to do that as a boy? Kind of stuff. So Link was talking about how they be pulling pants, pulling each other's pants down. Um in the locker room. I was like, anybody try to do you like that? He was like, nah, man. He was like, one dude was just walking around in just his underwear, no shirt on, just pulling people's pants down. I was like, see, that's just dumb stuff that'll get somebody punched in the face. So he was like, yeah, like, and he was like, some of them would pull the pants down with the underwear. And I was like, yeah, that's wild gay. So then, <laughs> so then I was like, I was like, I remember when I was in school, they used to do I forget what they call it. Nut check, cup check. I yeah, cup check. And so he was like, so I said, I remember there was this gay guy. I was like, his name was Andrew, and he was the first like openly gay person I've ever I ever met. And so he he's like six three, six four, six five, huge. He was just he was overweight though, but he was huge. He was one of the biggest people that I knew. And, uh, but he was, he was mad gay. Like he was all girl power, you know, like he, he matter of fact, he might be trans now. Cause he really was like trying to be a girl. So Andrew, this one dude goes, yo, what up Andrew? <laughs> and sticks his arms out. Like he's gonna like hug him, dap him up. So I don't know how this guy and Andrew, how their relationship was. I don't know if they were cool or he was just, but Andrew liked it. So he was like, hey. So then dude goes, cup check, boom, hits him, tap, taps the nuts. So, I've never seen this. I don't know if I ever told this story. I probably No, no, you haven't. <laughs> Andrew. Grab son by his neck. Two sons on the bench. My man lay So half of us run out of locker room. Dying laughing. Wait, the what? The teacher's like, yo, what is going on in here? And I, they just see, I don't even know what the dude, the dude wasn't in my class. You know, because you know they had like multiple classes doing PE. 
So dude was in my class, so I don't know who he was. But dude was just laying, <laughs> curled up like shrimp. Curled up like shrimp on the damn track. I was, but Andrew never got suspended. I don't think anybody ever told that Andrew is the one double-handed chokeslam that nigga didn't take. <laughs> <laughs> that man went for that last ride. <laughs> <laughs> no, who had the two-handed chokeslam? Who was that second uh, That was, uh, yeah, it was Albert. Yo, I was thinking, no, was it, was it him? Are you sure that was him? Or was it one, I was thinking Farouk and Bradshaw maybe. No, no. That's the other person I was thinking. Not, yeah, Bradshaw, I was thinking Bradshaw. I knew it was a white Not, not Bradshaw had the clothesline from hell. That's right, that's right. Yo, that joint, I never see somebody get folded on a bench like that. <laughs> ever in my life. <laughs> what? Like, he just got triggered. He's Yo, I need I need to be full functional. I need this meat to be fully functional because soft meat cannot penetrate cannot penetrate cheeks. Actually, to be honest, how Andrew was, he was probably getting penetrated, but still. Oh my goodness. But still, that joint, I was like, yo, after that. Ain't nobody would have missed with Andrew after that, yo. Andrew double-handed choke slam that dude right through the table onto the bench. I was surprised he ran up on someone and said, you owe me, you owe me money too, motherfucker? Nah, but here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I had this friend, I had this friend who was hilarious in junior in middle school. They was uh, Antonio. Antonio was ugly. Antonio was one of the ugliest people you'd ever see. Shout out to Antonio wherever. Shout out, but you're ugly. <laughs> if you ever come across this podcast, but uh, still ugly. Yeah, I don't think you can grow that. I don't think you can grow out of that ugliness. But he was like, but he was funny. Like you couldn't really joke him. Like, you couldn't really out joke him because it was like, yeah, he was ugly, but he heard all the like. Especially this is middle school. There's only but so creative people were getting in middle school yeah. with ugly jokes, you know, or with any jokes, but ugly jokes specifically. So he kind of like, it's kind of like the fat kid that was getting made fun of that could joke. It's like, you heard everything, but you know, and he was, he was great at pointing out flaws that people didn't really even know about themselves. But there was this, there was this kid, new kid. There was this new kid who, um, who, who um, came through, he came through uh, and he was re- really good looking. Like all the girls that liked him. I don't remember the guy's name. I want to say it started with a C, but I can't remember the guy's name. But I'm, let's just call him Chris for, 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 for uh, uh, just, to give, just to give him a name. Yeah. So, so, all the girls was like in love with Chris. You know, like I said, good looking guy. He was really intelligent too, like A student, all that stuff, athlete, everything. Like there, he had no flaws. So, so Antonio was like, so like Antonio was trying to like, like throw a jab at him to see like where he at. And Chris would always be like, Chris was not, Chris was not funny. His jokes was not hitting. 
but it hit for the girls because it was like, you know, like what what they say, like if a girl laughed too hard at your jokes, that means she like you or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was like that. So she'd be like, so he'd be like, um, he'd be like, yo, Chris, like you, you, um, like yo, Chris, you you look like you you, you look like um, I don't know. I can't even think of that. He was he said, but it would it would it would be something like. But you he, he would like try to make fun of how beautiful the guy was. Like he like oh you look like real you you like you like um a real life Hercules or something something like that. I don't know just or not well was Hercules beautiful? Let's say Cupid. You like real life Cupid or something like that. Like you know like oh man you pretty bitch looking like a real life. And then mm-hmm. he like you know and of course us we would laugh. It wouldn't be a joke like that, but it would be more creative. But yeah. We would laugh. And then he'd be like, have you looked at yourself in the mirror? Like, he would always just say something about him being ugly. So all the girls would just be like, oh, he ain't got no nipples. Like, they would hit, like, they would be crazy, going crazy like that. So I was mm-hmm. like, yo, son. Yo, like you, you taking some L's, man. You down, you down six rounds to nothing right now. Like you, like the, the crowd, the crowd is swayed. The crowd is swayed. The judges, get, the judges get swayed by the crowd, dog. You need to figure it out. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, I gotta get him. I gotta get him. I gotta get him. I know, I, I know, I know. There's a way I can get him. He was like, man, I bet you he got a little meat. And he like, okay. But you know, that'll hit when a dude say it. It hit when a girl say it. But it don't hit when a dude say it. He's like, man, I bet he got a little bit. And I was like, well, how you gonna know? I was like, oh, you can just, he was like, I was like, how you gonna find out? He was like, man, I'm gonna catch him in the locker room or something. I was like, yo, that's gay. He was like, he was like, man, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. I was like, but what if, what if, what if it's not? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what if this guy is the specimen that all the girls think he is? And he's like, nah, there's something wrong with everybody. There's something wrong with everybody. I was like, yeah, you the best, you one of the best at finding it. Find something else. Don't find that. Don't find <laughs> that. So he was like, nah, I got him. So we in the locker room. <laughs> this is oh. So this is the same middle school, same locker room, same bench. That son got, <laughs> that, son got that the other dude got chosen. So Antonio, so Antonio runs up on the dude while he's peeing and pulls him back by the shirt. And the dude takes like two steps back. And I guess Antonio saw what he had going on. He was like, dang, nigga, you ain't got nothing but a head. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, my thumbnail bigger than his meat. (laughs) Chris turns around. He, Kirk Patrick. (laughs) Then gets on top of Chris. Gets on top of Chris. And just start, or Chris, Antonio. Chris gets on top of Antonio and starts beating on him. Starts beating on him. Oh. 
So Link is like, yo, that's crazy. Like, I was like, yo, he got beat up on the same bench. And he was laid out at the end of it. <laughs> like, just like the dude was. Curled shrimp. Curled up like fried shrimp. But here was the most disturbing thing about that whole situation. His you pants were still down. <laughs> Sam <laughs> never pulled his pants back up. He left his feet on the dude with his feet on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was wondering when you were gonna say this dude pulled his pants up and he hit him and he got on top. No, he just he that dude that dude pivoted away from the urinal and said, "I don't give a he shit." Didn't care about his pants, his ball and shorts at all. He didn't care about tucking that meat in at all. He just peed on the dude, right? So then, so then, so Antonio, Antonio don't come back to school for three days. Also, Chris don't come back to school for three years. But Chris got That's suspended. After, after the dude teabagged you, why would you even come back to school? <laughs> no, but he didn't. Antonio didn't care about that because he won. He finally got the thing he could make fun of him about, and then tell all the girls about, so they don't mm. laugh at his jokes anymore. So, so I was like, so I was like, yo, why you? Ain't, I was like, did they suspend you too? He was like, nah, man, that knot on my head that that nigga gave me. I didn't really that for that shit to swell down. He was like, I'm already ugly. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I was like, nah, matter of fact, you needed that shit to get focused. They can focus on that knot instead of looking at the rest of your face. <laughs> 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 and he was like, but we used to, you know, we used to go back and forth with each other all the time like that. So then he goes, He's like, all right. <laughs> so, so then, what? So the, then the girls are like, oh, I heard Antonio beat your ass and this, that, and the other. So he was like, he was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, you know. Um, he was like, yeah, he whooped my ass, but you know, let me tell you why. So he tell them why. So Antonio, or I'm sorry, Chris comes around. Chris comes around. And uh, and you know gets in the class, everybody. So now Antonio ready, Antonio ready. So he was like, he was like, and so he said he 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 says something to Chris, but I don't hear what he says. And so he goes, he goes. So so Chris goes, oh, you want me to beat your ass again? And so he was like, nah, man, I'm just trying to find out. If when you get an erection, does it look like thumbs up, seven up? That joint had me dying and then all the girls started laughing at Antonio or I had uh, Chris and and I think he we after, he only went to the school for like a month so what I think happened is he because I don't know he had moved from a different state so this happened with the Duchess 
where they moved from a different state and st- stayed with some relatives mm-hmm. and then bought their house. So I think what happened, because they moved during the school year, they came down, got acclimated, or tried to get acclimated to the area. Then when they bought their house, they moved to another district and he was never to be seen or heard from again. But for like a week and a half, a week and a half, Antonio was on that dude's ass all day. He was like, man, the dude, he saw, he, I was like, I was, I was surprised when he finally stopped bullying. I was like, why'd you stop picking on Chris? I, again, his name is Chris for hypothetical reasons. Because mm-hmm. I don't remember his real name. He was like, he, he just stopped joking back. He just stopped talking. He, it's not funny. And so then we just went back to making fun of each other. But that shit is the gayest, the gayest thing I've ever seen somebody try to do to get a joke off and the gayest beatdown I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, you can't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like Kevin Hart, he like, he, he gonna, you gonna fight a dude with his dick out? <laughs> <laughs> he gonna grab him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like side punk in my belly button while I was getting my ass whipped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that joke was hilarious, man. Oh shoot! Yo, I was sitting here like <clears throat> while waiting for us to while waiting for us to um, do the pod I'm walking around the house and I'm singing this song to myself Um, and you know how folks have like questionable lyrics in their songs so I'm singing Michael Jackson's uh, Time Waits for No One song And he says, so here we go. He says, if only I had shown her love. This is from like the, I don't even, I can't even say that um, this is the second verse, Mm. but he says, if only I I had shown her love, she'd be with me deep inside me, my love. What do you mean? What oh, you, man. What, what, like, what Mikey was getting pegged out here. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I'm sitting here. That's, like, what, he got, that's what he got that hee hee from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Shout out to the goat. Shout out to the goat, Mike. So I'm just like I'm. So I'm say I'm just um walking around the house, like I'm singing the first part of the song, and I just keep on repeating the first part of the song, and then I just then when I sung that part, I was like, "Tell about it." Michael, I need you to answer this question for me. Because I'm like, like what, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean by that? Are you saying that your love is deep down inside of you? I He's think that's what about, you meant. Like, dog. Like, you gotta... 
there's no way actually let me not say there's no way because he may because he he may have been he may have met exactly what you just said that's not how it came out look you gotta remember but, that this is back in the day niggas wasn't talking like that back in the day <laughs> Yeah, because it's like, cause like, like you remember when when um dude that dude that's always like don't don't ever disrespect me, and he was interviewing, um, interviewing cannabis, and he was like, you know, yeah, something about eating a nigga ass, like yeah, he said you got to mean that. That didn't mean that back then. Now you got to start questioning what the hell you said. Yeah, because he said um. He said, yeah, my, you might got more cash than me, but you ain't got the skills to eat it. It's ass like me. Pause. Wait, what? Why did, why, why did you... Like, my thing was, why didn't you just say you ain't got the skills to kick a nigga's ass like me? Kick. Why did you have to eat? Why were you hungry? It like, didn't mean the same thing back then. I know, then. I know it didn't mean the same thing back then. That's like, what he was saying. He was like, man, I wish I never said that because it sounds like, crazy now. <laughs> like everything sounds crazy now. And that's a problem. It was like calling yourself a man sounds crazy. <laughs> no, you're a cis man. It's like, no, I'm gonna put a cyst across your eye if you keep on calling me that shit. <laughs> It's like, yo, like, they call women birthing people. Birthing people. Birthing males and birthing females. Unbelievable. Yeah, but it's like, there's so many, like, what was it? I remember, um, what's his name? Like, when that shit started when uh, Cameron and them was starting, was saying no homo to everything. And I remember Jake. Yeah. And then Jada Kiss, I remember he put in a freestyle. He said, a real man never has to say no homo. It was like, I know my sexuality. There's no way. And he was like, and then here's the thing. I think, I think, um, I think when somebody asked Cameron what it didn't mean, why did he keep on saying it? And he, I don't think he gave any sort of answer. He's like, man, it's, I mean, it's, it's just no homo. I'm, I'm, it's just no homo. It's like, you have no clue why you're saying it, do you? <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh, boy, Gary. Shout out to Gary, man. He was like, he said, like, the, he when he was in the military, dudes lived by that no homo thing. <laughs> so he was like, yo. He was like, yo, that's the gayest thing I've ever heard. He's like, no, it's not gay. If it sounds kind of gay, you gotta say no homo. And he's like, so what if, what if you in the shower, and the dude is just stroking off, <laughs> just stroking off, watching you in the shower? And he just say, oh no, no homo, no homo. It's all good. <laughs> I like the way the soap come, uh, slide off your back. No homo. <laughs> And then what are you gonna do? Look at him, shrug your shoulders. Like, well, I mean, he said no homo. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, yo, I would be scared to death. <laughs> if somebody <laughs> scared to death if somebody had the gall to watch me in the shower and play with themselves, grunting. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, this, this no homo. Person, 
this person has plans to rape me. I'd be like Tom from uh, the Boondocks. Like, son has a plan to rape me. <laughs> to, to rape me. This is the boldest thing I've ever seen in my life. He, it's either him or me. I gotta, he gotta die. Yo, that, it don't, like, it just negates it, make huh? Me a, make me a shiv out of the soap. <laughs> like, I remember somebody was making fun of it, too. They, they made a skit. It was like, yo, it was like, yo, I'm a, um, I'm going to kiss you on your mouth for no homo. He was like, yo, that's gay. He was like, but I said no homo, so it's not gay. Like, what? Like y'all, like, y'all really on that type of time now? Yo. It was like, it was like, yo, like, it don't make no sort of sense. It was like, eating a banana is gay. You got to break it in half. You got to cut it up into slices. It was like, what am I, a child? Yo, you go eat it with Cheerios. You can't eat a banana or nothing else. Cheerios or something or banana pudding. Like yo, you eat a whole banana? Oh, you wild gay. Oh, you definitely can't eat no banana in June. Like oh, you eat bananas in during Pride Month? No, but but I do. But I do be understanding it sometimes because this dude, this battle rapper. He was like, and I got to talk about that too because we talked about it before. But there's this battle rapper. He was talking about a banana clip. This dude said to another battle rapper, he said, and I got a long banana. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like, you know what I'm talking about? It's like, I can't be sure. <laughs> but speaking of battle rap, it's like, I'm getting so sick and tired of these struggle bars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this. It was like one said that he cut out um he cut out um two liter bottles to make uh, to uh to make a bowl out of it. It was like, yo, the dollar it was like you mean to tell me you could afford cereal but you couldn't afford bowls? You struggling like that? It was like, oh we used to why? cut out why? cut out why would you why would you buy cereal if you have no bowls? <laughs> yeah, you said cut out squares from towels to make extra washcloths. What happened to the ones that you bought initially? Like, did you give them away because, but your wife won't let that's you? I don't know how much. I don't know how much a towel costs versus a washcloth. But um, but back then it's like you had dollar stores galore. You can get washcloths from the from the freaking dollar store. Oh, I, don't know. I, I don't know. If, I didn't know if you can buy it. cereal, there's no way you shouldn't be able to get a bowl. And what was it? The, it was, the dumbest so I one. Even buy the one without with like, yeah, I ain't got no bowls, so let me just go ahead and pour the, the cereal. The, I think I'm pouring the cereal into a pot. Or a cup. <laughs> man, man, what's wrong with eating cereal from a cup? I know it's like, mama, where the saucepan at? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like, I like, feel like extra hungry to If you got, if you got the solo cups, right? Pour the yeah. cereal, pour the cereal. That's that, that's easy work. Except you got these kids doing arts and crafts projects <laughs> for cereal. You get a damn cup. It's like, yo, you were able to afford the scissors too, but you couldn't get a bowl. It wasn't called the dude when he said. You ever put uh, frosted flakes 
And you ever put frosted flakes on your spaghetti because you ain't had no seasoning? Yo, I saw when you told me about that, Jay. I went to the grocery store that day. <laughs> Later on, I just happened to had to go to the grocery store. So. I was like, how much is salt? You know, I was like, I was, this is something. This is something. I was like, you know what? Like, I, I've heard like rich people talk about this, and I'm like, I've said many, many times podcasts, it's nowhere, I'm nowhere near rich. And I'm like, there's a certain, I don't even look at, like, I was a real junk. I don't really look at prices of anything for the most part. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't like, we went grocery shopping today, and Dutch was like, Oh, like which one? Where will we get more, like more for our money from? Like which grocery store? I'm like, I have no idea. I I don't. I'm not scanning. I just, I just get what I need. He's like, I get. He's like, I see it. I like it. Go get it, nigga. <laughs> so when it comes, so I didn't know the price of salt and pepper. I didn't know. But now this puts now that situation made me think, yo, how bad? Why do you need a? Why do you need a? Why would you use that for seasoning? And also, and I'm, like, I'm like, then you're wasting. You're eating. You're wasting a meal. You're wasting a breakfast. You're wasting <laughs> breakfast on dinner. Like you wild crazy for that. You wasting breakfast. Oh, over here, yo. Matter of fact, you should never have thought of that if you were struggling that bad. Reason being, if you were struggling that bad, you were so broke that you was that you was willing to skip a meal just because. <laughs> yeah, Yo, there better not have been any ground meat in that in that spaghetti because there was like you are you a whole whole out chill for that. I don't care what was in it. I, I don't care if you. I don't even care if he was talking about what he was saying spaghetti. He was just talking about the noodles. I'm like, like, nah, bro. You didn't. You ain't gonna convince me. That you want to skip breakfast so you can so you can have some flavor on your because <laughs> he, he never because it's like he never said that there wasn't any sauce on the spaghetti. He didn't because he, he could have said he could have said um what you know about putting spaghetti um, putting ketchup on your spaghetti because you didn't have any sauce or something something, something like that. Something no, no, place. you. you you wanted croutons in your spaghetti, <laughs> and you chose Frosted Flakes. That's what that's... He, 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 saw, he saw Frosted Flakes and was like, I mean, it's kind of like Parmesan cheese. Yo, yo, I just got busy, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing par- there's nothing Parmesan about it. <laughs> yeah, I said it wrong, Parmesan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, so you saw the skipper meal and the bland spaghetti, and then, and then the other part of it that was crazy. So I'm like, I, I, go, I don't, I haven't eaten cereal since I was like 19. I'm 35 now. So. I go there, I go down the aisle, and I see Frosted Flakes in small boxes for like five dollars. <laughs> so like, now it wasn't, I, I don't know what it cost when he was a kid, but it, I, I know it wasn't five dollars, but then I looked at the price of salt. Yo, there was a box, 
a box of salt, a whole box of salt, a jar, a, a jar, a jar of pepper next to that joint. Combined, they were three dollars today with inflation high as it's ever been. My man took that loom, that ooh, is it loom? Yeah, no, um, no, it wasn't loom. It was somebody else. I think whoever it was Gene Depp. Whoever said the fish and spaghetti joint, he was just like, he must have heard that line. I was like, all right, let me experiment. And I know he got his ass beat for, for putting breakfast on his dinner. <laughs> Yeah, his mother, his mother said in the living room, was like, yo, what the fuck is that crunch? I didn't put shit in this spaghetti that's supposed to be crunchy. Yo, I know I yo. undercooked the noodles. <laughs> he just, yo, you, like, I remember, and we gotta, um, we, gotta, we gotta go get to this uh, perfect safety. We forgot to do that last week. Mm. But but I remember, I remember um, like I remember when I realized I was I was poor, but I didn't struggle the way I thought the the way I thought I struggled. And I remember we were talking about the um, the. Um, like things you did when you were poor, like cut the bottom off of the toothpaste and scrape the, tooth, the remaining of the toothpaste out, stuff like that. And mm. but there was guys talking about like doing all these like weird concoctions, mayonnaise sandwiches, um, uh, 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 bread sandwiches, um, sugar water. <laughs> I'm like, why would there ain't no such thing as a damn bread sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm serious. There's people who, who there's people I know who said they used to eat bread sandwiches. They would just had two slices of bread in between. And, just put it together and, and, and no, they would just two slices of bread and eat like a sandwich. So I'm, I'm like, there's people have done, people do whatever it takes to, 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 to um, to survive or whatever to feed themselves but like i'm like why would just drink water why do you need sugar and water you know what i'm saying so they'll like say stuff like that baking soda for toothpaste you know stuff like that so i'm just like all right like that's kind of weird but then it, but a lot of their stuff was food related and i was like mm-hmm. oh i'm and I, so i'm like why we had home cooked meals every day so I'm like, why why are they making these weird things and eating, you know, oodles and noodles and stuff like that? I'm like, oh, and then I, then when I was older, I realized that you can be so poor, but you can also be not poor enough. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh yeah, well you're poor, but you're not poor enough to get food stamps. And it's just like, I'm like, oh, those people were worse off than us. So that lower middle class is probably the worst position to be in in America. Yeah, you make just enough for you to pay a couple bills, but you make too much for you to get any food in your house. (laughs) 
too. Niggas is making concoctions out of nowhere like that. Like that one video where the dude uh put Kool-Aid in his um noodles. That nigga didn't swallow. <laughs> he didn't swallow his food. He didn't even chew. Like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, that's all he did was talk with the food in his mouth. I said all he did was like, all he did was pulling his noodles that oh my mama almost threw up on camera. <laughs> oh, so, oh, oh, my, oh my mama, it was you never heard of sweet you never heard of uh, sweet and spicy. It's like like they, he was they, sweet and salty. He said sweet and salty. He said sweet and salty because he put yeah. hot sauce in his stuff. Uh, he said sweet and salty. Okay, I thought you said sweet and spicy. He was like, I didn't see him put no hot sauce in. Yeah, he put hot sauce in his stuff. Yeah, he was like, he was like Kool Aid. Like, like I said before, the way the dude that was initially recording said it, it's like he's done some nasty shit before with new with Kool Aid. It's just this time it was at on noodles, like, <laughs> like. Noodles? Like, like I've done something like this before involving Kool-Aid. Just not on noodles. And again, it's in front of you. Now, I, I even said, I would say, um, shout out to um, King Sean the Spy. I said to them after we were talking about the video, I said, yo, you know that nigga dirty because he never took off his work uniform before. Like he just he just got home he got home he just got home and said you know what I'm gonna try some new shit because I am so damn stressed out. He was like, oh, my, it's like it's like just the way he said it noodles. <laughs> like what the hell else did he do inside that house involving food yo, involving yo. involving food and Kool Aid? Yo yo. They say like black people love themselves some grape soda, grape Kool Aid. <laughs> that dude took it to a whole other level. He need to have it on everything. And got the nerve to say you ain't never heard of this. You never heard of this. <laughs> you were experimenting. <laughs> you were trying to figure out what you were gonna do. You had enough Kool Aid for you to waste on the on the your, uh, what's it called your noodle water. That's what you're trying yeah. to do. You don't want to keep wasting your noodle water because you didn't want to drink it after. Like, because he put hot sauce on it too. Didn't swallow. Didn't swallow. The dude struggling to keep it. You know, to keep keep the food in his damn mouth. And then his homeboy starts sl- slurping up the freaking noodles. And then the camera cuts off because they both threw up. <laughs> they both threw up. They both had gas. They both ended up with sulfur burps. That's what happened. So, <laughs> Next, you're gonna oh, do man. another one. He's like pancakes. <laughs> oh, you, ain't, you, ain't never, you ain't never heard of great pancakes. Everybody know about great pancakes. No, they don't. Like, who the fuck is everybody? Because I'm really sick and tired of black people saying everybody and everything. It's like, no, it ain't everybody. Like, um, doing the um, like folks talking about like, oh my mom. It's like, um. I swear on my mama and all that. It's like, yo, stop. It's like, stop lying on somebody else because you doing dumb shit. Mm. It's like, it was like, it was like everybody, no, everybody don't do that. Like, no, you just nasty. You just a mud butt ass nigga. Oh man, 
let's let's get to these safeties, man, because it's starting to piss me off thinking about that goddamn video. Bulls. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> nasty bastard. Hey, look, dude eating nasty noodles. I got two dudes that got folded over benches like noodles. <laughs> like yeah, noodles. yeah, I bet you he the type of dude that because it says butter on shea butter that he uses that to cook his eggs. You ain't never heard of those shea butter eggs. Everybody know about shea butter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> on the uh, skillet? Oh man. Anyways, let's get to this perfect safety. So this is our last one. Then I gotta compile them up and see and get it figured out. But our last position, perfect safety. So I got a new stat. I got a new category. To be honest, this probably should have been in the, in the linebacker categories as well, or some of the defense. I think I forgot what defensive stat or defensive position I, I kind of struggled with but but we're going to go with uh, intimidation ball skills of course run support size speed coverage tackling and of course big playability let's start with the intimidation boy who you got zero I got Jack Tatum Like after he paralyzed Stingley and that hell in that hit where he knocked him, his helmet off. Like, like they call that man the assassin for a reason. Absolutely. Like, nobody wanna come across the middle. It's like you only came across the middle because they've called the play for that. You looked at the you, know, you see a wide receiver look over at the sideline at the coach like we play the Raiders. Why the hell would you ask me to do this? Run the play! <laughs> I got Jack Taylor with intimidation. I got Brian Dawkins, probably the most intimidating safety in my lifetime. So, and Dick got Curse. Brian Dawkins. Oh, I didn't know that about him. <laughs> Yo, they said, uh, he, uh, I think it was Tuckio Spikes. He's a, he hit a, he hit a dude on the sideline, and he got he stood over him and said, "Thank you, Jesus." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny. All right, ball skills. Who you got? Uh, most interceptions of all time, Paul Krause. Nice. I got um, Sean Taylor uh, for ball skills. Um, I mean, personally, you know, one of the best coverage safeties of all time, um, or in his time. So definitely had him there. Run support, who you got? I got Brian Dawkins there. I got Troy Palomalu, mainly because of all the jump over the offensive line and tackle a quarterback and running back. So that was Mm -hmm. that was that was one for me. Sides, who you got? Sean Taylor, 6'2", 231, <laughs> and move yeah. like that. Yeah. I got Eric Berry for uh, for size. Okay. I don't know how big he was, but he just seemed like he had the perfect body. 
for the safety. Um, speed, who you got? I got Earl Thomas. I didn't think about. I, I, I didn't know how fast Earl Thomas was. I got, really guy, I got the guy who everybody thought Pete Carroll was going to draft instead of Earl Thomas. Taylor Mays. Taylor Mays had the fastest forty time for any safety. So yo, I saw him run that forty. I thought he go like when you heard him run, like you can hear him run. Yeah. And he sounded like when he finished running, he was gonna shit himself. <laughs> like that dude was did he Who did he? He got drafted to the Bengals, was it or the Chiefs? Yeah, it was the Bengals. I'm surprised. Um, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't. He never uh, adjusted to the NFL. Just athletically, you thought you would think he would. He would have made those adjustments um, on the mental side eventually, but. Yeah, never did. But you are my perfect safety. At least you got something going for you, Taylor. Uh, coverage, who you got? Ed Reed. I got Ronnie Lott. Played corner, played safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the, he was a lockdown corner when he was a corner. So it's just like, I don't think he's yeah. much better. Um, tackling, who you got? Ronnie Lott. And I got um, Tatum for tackling. I only know him for paralyzing that guy. I don't really know him for anything else. So that's why I kind of just threw him in there. I was thinking about putting um, Adrian Wilson. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I, I, I just couldn't think of what, like he was an excellent safety. I couldn't think of one thing he did great. So I was like, I wanted to put somebody who's more known for their tackling there. And big playability, who you got? Uh, Troy Palomalu. See, I, to me, I, of course, you know, I'm, I'm surprised we actually differed on this one when you said Ed Reed for coverage. Because I thought for sure you were going to say Ed Reed for big plays. Because I'm like, I think he, I think he's the all-time leader in safeties for defensive touchdowns. Like, just seen him make so many wild plays and when the Ravens needed it. And that's what and and so funny. And that's what that's what made me think about Troy. Cause when you said like um him jumping over the line, making mm-hmm. a play and making those type of plays, like it seemed like whenever they played the Ravens, here he comes. Here he comes screaming off the line and making the sack and force fumble that um where they where they needed the big play. It's like it seemed like when a big play was needed, there was Troy. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, so it was like, you know, Ed Reed, like I'm considered Ed Reed, but when you said something about when when you mentioned the touchdowns, it's like the coverage ability is impeccable that's what made me put him in coverage because i remember when they were talking about that play um bill belichick was talking about that play um Peyton Manning. Manning. yeah it was like you know it was like you the to have the to have the uh, instincts and the speed and the coverage ability to go ahead and do something like that so it was like that's why that's why i put that's why i put him there um so 
if yeah, Ed Reed was 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 going to be either coverage or big playability, but I, but when I think about Troy and the fact that he basically could do what it is that he wanted, and it seemed like whenever he did what it is that he wanted, it resulted in a big play. Who knows somebody who I who I'm surprised um, didn't make a couple people that did make our list, but specifically wide receiver and corner. Wide receiver Jay Rice didn't make any category in our list. He's the greatest wide receiver of all time. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, on corner, um, shoot, I just had his name in my head. Talk about Rod Woodson? No. Who he played for? I don't know. I just had his name in my head. Because Rod Woodson, I, I remember him more for his safety work than uh than I mean, he didn't he didn't switch to safety until he went to uh, Baltimore. He was a corner his entire career until he went to Baltimore. Yeah, he finished out his career. Or maybe it was Charles Woodson. Or did you already have Charles That's Woodson? That's what I'm thinking about. Charles Woodson. He didn't make any category for the corners. I think... Because I'm looking at... Because what's it called? When I think about it, I wouldn't know who I would take off my list for uh, for Charles Woodson. Maybe for tackling, but I'm not too sure. Who'd you have for tackling? Namdi? Yeah, definitely. I would have took him. For Charles? Yeah. I mean, I he, had... didn't make, he didn't make either Robert, so it was just like... Those are two guys who were elite at their position. But, but here's my, my top thing. five all time. But then he's like, well, but top top five at the position, but were they top five at any of our categories? Or are they the first name that comes to our mind when it comes to categories? Clearly the answer is no. Yeah, and what's it called? Um like I lost for me, I lost credibility. Yeah, Jerry Rice lost credibility with me when I saw that freaking uh, video. He's it was like yeah, it's like dog. It was outlawed four years before you entered the NFL. How the hell? Like, he, he better have been talking about college. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then what's it called? Now, I know I, I was talking to uh, Sean about it. And I said, and I asked him, has he ever had a problem catching a pass from a guy who threw left handed? Cause, cause I remember I asked this question. I was like, and I, cause um, when Jerry Rice was talking about how he had to switch from Joe Montana to Steve Young, he said he had problems catching a left-handed ball because it spun differently. I'm like, my thing was always if the ball's in the air, go get it. I don't give a damn how it's spinning. I mean, well, clearly he went and got it. He has more catches than anybody. Because. Like, 
Nah, but he was like, it was so hard for him to do it, and he was basically lucky that a um one of the uh, equipment guys was left-handed, so he practiced catching left-handed passes. Yeah, from him. but I, I've heard I've heard that from a lot of um uh, guys who played football, um even at the pro level, that that when you that when you when the when the when the hand switches from the guy you've been catching balls from, it it, it can tend to be very difficult um, to make that adjustment. You start start to drop a few passes. So, um, but also you got to consider you ain't catch like none of us have caught balls from NFL caliber arms. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? Like that thing is, you know they they're like what was that? I think they used to brag about like Bobby Leftwich's passes. And he was throwing the ball like 60 miles per hour. And I was like equivalent to like a 94 mile per hour baseball fastball. So it's just like, I don't know anybody who, I, I don't know anybody who could throw the ball down. You know what I'm saying? Personally. So it's just like. Probably. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. And um, you can hear it too. I remember um, I went to the uh, UFL tryout and this dude was uh, warming up. And like, you could literally hear the ball. You could hear the ball arriving into the dude's hands like a fucking whistle. Yeah. So it was like, is this nigga cutting through the air with this damn thing? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's like, a, yo, that's, this that's, why, that's why. Like, that's why. Like, um, to be honest, Lamar Jackson, he. He's so athletic and everything like that. He can get away with a lot of stuff, and it's a good thing he plays in Baltimore. Because I don't think if he, he, I don't think because of his arm strength. Because I don't think he, he's not saying he doesn't have a good arm, but he's not. It's, he don't have a rocket. I think you have to have a rocket arm to play in the North. And you see all the quarterbacks that have had success in the North have cannons, and also they're and they they're also big, like physically they're big. So. Um, Lamar Jackson's the exception to the rule, but like, you know, you gotta have, you know, a cannon to literally cut through the air to get the ball to your to your uh, to your receivers. It's like it's fucking vortex football. Yeah. Anyways, let's get to these parting shots. I'm tired. Hey, my parting shot is a real man never has to say no homo. Does the same thing count for pause? Yeah. I, I know that's a, I know that spies thing. It was like you say anything. Pause. <laughs> um my parting shot is trans community. Leave me alone. I promise you, I don't care. And also, I if you if you're somebody who is like, well, we don't care about the black struggle or the or we don't want to be a black ally, I still don't care. You were never gonna you were never gonna do anything for us anyways. We gotta liberate ourselves. We don't need you. Just like how you have done whatever you need to do to liberate yourselves, we can do the same thing. It's all right. But just understand a lot of civil rights y'all have is because black people went out to get them. 
And the reason why I say that, because somebody was going back and forth with me on Instagram and trying to pull that, like, oh, what if I was saying that about black people? Sounds like a you problem. Just like me not caring about or not want to be bothered with calling you, calling you whatever the, whatever pronouns you want to be called. Or I don't really care if, if they want to be called she or he. I actually don't care that much about it. But when you start asking me to call you plural stuff, all right, you know, leave me alone. I'm going home. It was like, you know, hey, it was like, it was like how many of them? I'm just gonna, but how about this? What's your name? I'll call you that. The fuck out of my face. It was like calling me they or them. It was like, are they going to split this motherfucking bill? <laughs> yeah, that was, that, I saw a skit where the dude hit him with the, oh, I, um, this this lady, like lady, I identified as they, them. And she, he was like, I will not be $40. She was like, wait, it was 20 a second. Well, you said, hey, there must be two of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's it for us, man. Had a lot of fun this episode. We love y'all. Thank y'all for your support once again. Uh, hit us up. Please join the Facebook group because, uh, you know, we can have some good conversations. And if y'all want to debate with us and things of that nature on any topics, I'm more than happy to do so. Um, when I have time, so feel free to do that anytime. But we love y'all. Thank you, support. We'll see y'all next week. What you know about?